0: Hi guys, welcome to a new episode of Son of the Bix and the Iceman. Uh, As always, I'm here with Peyton today on the show. And uh, no guests this week, me and Peyton will just be kicking it by ourselves this week. Um, So today on the show, we're going to talk about the Reds, the Red Hot Reds. They're playing right now. They're tied at one against the Brewers right now. Um, Second place Brewers in the NL Central. Um, We're going to talk about... The Blue Jackets hiring Brad Larson, their new hires. Uh, We're going to talk about how that's going to affect the team and the future of the team. Um, We're going to talk a little Mayweather Paul and what we thought of that fight. And after that, we are going to, uh, to do a special thing at the end of the show. We are going to list our top five people, living or dead, that we would like to have as dinner guests with us. So um, throw it over to Peyton here. Um, Again, Reds have won 12 of their last 15. They've won five in a row currently. Any thoughts on how the Reds have been playing lately?
1: I mean, I'm overwhelmed because I I was really starting to think that um, we could start discounting this team. Um, We were hitting hitting late May, early June. Mm-hmm. We were losing close ball games. The bullpen was really really struggling.
0: Yeah, the bullpen was struggling.
1: And I was really starting to discount this team. They were sitting in fourth, sometimes fifth in the central. Yep. Um obviously they're in a better spot now sitting comfortably at third. Mhm. Uh 3 games back from the Cubs and Brewers. Um hoping to gain some uh at least a whole game today on the Brewers. Yeah. Um The game last night was super exciting. I don't know if you were able to watch it.
0: Uh, Um, I actually was at a friend's house, and my brother texted me. I think uh, it was like 0-0 going into extra innings. Yeah. And. Red scored in the top of the 10. Yeah. Well, that was a huge—well, this series was a huge win for them because the Brewers are currently in second place, so we have— Well, they're tied for first. They're tied for first. Yeah, they got
1: the same record as the Cubs.
0: Oh, I was assuming because they lost— um, well, the Cubs lost yesterday too. Oh, did they lose? Yeah. Um. So yeah, definitely uh, the Reds are coming on kind of towards the middle of the season here. Kind of, <clears throat> baseball is kind of weird because July fourth is about the middle of the season. Yeah. And honestly, I think some people could debate. Um, again, the season doesn't really start until after July fourth, with about eighty some games to go. So definitely, I like that the Reds are in this position now. Um, Definitely Winker and Castellanos are actually, betting-wise, their second and third betting favorites for um, NL MVP, Um, obviously with Tatis. I think Tatis is up there. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, you know, um, they finish up this series today against the Brewers, and then they go on the road later this week against the Padres. Um, So, again, very excited for this Reds team. Um the the Reds are a weird team. They've been a weird team my whole life. I mean, they they will really get your hopes up and then really knock them down. Yep. So, I I definitely am so this far. This is a
1: four this is a four team chase in the NL Central. I mean, the Cardinals are four games back right now. The Reds are three games back and then you got the Brewers and Cubs tied for first like.
0: Definitely. This
1: is something that could potentially get out of the wire if all these teams continue to play 500 baseball.
0: Right. So, yeah.
1: I I'm interested to see how the season progresses. Um something weird to look at here. The Giants are sitting at first in, cert, in first place of the na- uh, the National League West right now. They are one game ahead of the Dodgers. They are 42 and 25. What a start from the San Francisco Giants.
0: Yeah, after they lost uh, their coach uh Bruce Bochy. Um it's pretty impressive. They they uh they we've we've kind of gotten beat up by the NL West this year. Like honestly, except we except did, for we
1: did we did win the series against the Dodgers.
0: Yeah, we did take two out of three against the Dodgers, which I thought was very impressive. So um, and yeah. to, to throw it up
1: to Cleveland, Cleveland's sitting pretty nice in the AL Central. Um, I'd be curious to know what they're like right now in the wild card spots. On yeah. um, they're currently in second, four and a half games back on the White Sox. Um I saw on Twitter that this is their best start that they've had since like the 60s or 50s or 60s or something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um so shout out to the uh the Indians they're having a good start.
0: Yeah, they uh definitely um definitely I think shout out to the Windians. Um I'm all for Ohio teams doing Me too. well. Me too. Um definitely for playing them I'm obviously going to root for the Reds because I'm a Reds fan, but um Definitely the Indians have been holding up their end of the deal and both Ohio teams oh well I will say the Indians division I think is much weaker. Honestly. Oh, absolutely. I think it's yeah. much weaker. I think we play in a way more competitive division. Absolutely. Except the Pirates are the only gimme and I think the Indians division has Well in the
1: AL Central right now, like the Royals are six games below and five hundred and eleven and a half out of first. True. That that's the third place team. Fourth, you got the Tigers. They're fourteen games back, and then the Twins rounded out sixteen games back. I mean, it's just a weak division. Yeah. But anyways, we're still gonna, still gonna support the Indians and hoping that they can overcome the White Sox uh, to take first place.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, so we're gonna move on to the Blue Jackets and the hiring of Brad Larson, the new coach. Um, Uh, I've, what I've heard is not a lot of people are big fans. Um, again, people are kind of upset because he was in charge of the power play and the power play was not that good. And now he's going to be controlling everything. Um, but you know, I think people, whoever we would have hired, I think people would have had a problem with, honestly, it's just kind of one of those things in society where, Whatever decision you make, there's gonna be a group of people that are gonna have a problem with it. Yep. So, um, again, throw it over to you. Um, what did you think of this hire? And my big question is, will he be able to convince people to stay like Seth Jones?
1: I I think it's a lost cause with Seth Jones. Like, yeah. I'm I'm not I'm not.
0: You're not crossing your fingers. I'm not
1: crossing my fingers anymore.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, I think Seth deserves a lot better. He has worked his booty off his entire time in Columbus. Um, He's really become one of the premier defenders in the National Hockey League. Mm -hmm. Um, On top of the Brad Larson hire, um, he did make some internal hockey operations moves today. Um, Rick Nash was promoted to the Director of Player Development. Um, Obviously, Rick Nash had a... um, very decorated career in Columbus mm-hmm. I think he was taken first overall and I think the 2002 2003 draft something like that mm-hmm. um, is arguably the best player that's ever played for the Jackets mm-hmm. um, super talented um, so he'll be heading up player development um, they hired another guy um, Joseph um uh, promoted to director of pro scouting um, I know that they had another guy uh, heading that for a while He'd done a pretty decent job. Um, Derek Dorsett and Mark uh, Latestu were named development coaches. Yeah. Um, also, two guys that played um, significant, uh, significant years with the Blue Jackets uh, made some moves with the goaltending development coach and also um, the director of high performance as well made some moves there. So, yeah, I think Larson's trying to make some internal moves that are going to help um, benefit the team for the future. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna count them out yet. Sounds like some of the players really, really like the hire. Um, I know Cam Atkinson really speaks highly of them, and and for his uh, press conference, a lot of the players were there. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna count them out yet. We just gotta win some hockey games, and uh, I'm I'm nervous to see on um, what this upcoming season will be like. I'm not. I'm not really excited about this team, honestly. Um, I mean, the NHL playoffs are still going on, and I've been basically. Uninterested in hockey since I don't know February because the jackets have been terrible, um, which is unfortunate,
0: but yeah, we'll see. I agree, and honestly, my thing with the jackets is I think changes were bound to happen because whenever you start losing, uh, blame starts going around. You're absolutely and, right, uh huh. I think. Well,
1: I think it clearly was Tortorella's fault. I think the players, it's sold out. I I don't think they were at all interested in what he had to say anymore. Mm -hmm. I I wish the Jackets would have probably forked out a little bit more money with a coach that had Mm -hmm. uh, a little bit
0: more National Hockey League head coach experience. experience. Yeah, Um, That's what a lot of people said, experience. I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens. uh, The thing is, the dude hasn't even coached a game yet, and people are like... He's popping terrible. down his throat. and yeah. you mentioned
1: this early, and and I'll I'll come back to it. Is the power play under Brad uh Brad Larson's watch has been atrocious.
0: It's um, been bad. We
1: have constantly been in the bottom half of the NHL in terms of power play production um, for his entire tenure. Mm-hmm. Um, the Blue Jackets hired uh, Martin Saint Louis on like a part time position or something a few mm-hmm. years ago, and 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 the power play was a little bit better i also think the team was more talented then um so i don't know what they could do to make that power play um better but if we continue to see negative production um off the power play um offensively uh, i think we're going to be in a rough spot
0: i agree and um i don't know it's hard to it's hard to project because we don't there's not a lot of like there's not a lot of constant pieces right now in June, so you're you're right. I mean, anyway. well, and then we're
1: also still like, what what's going to happen with Seth Jones? What's going to happen with Zach Warinski? Like, what's the goalie situation going to look like? True. We still got a lot of pieces that need to be figured out before this this season um, starts up. Probably late August, early September um, for training camp. And Actually, what? training camp probably starts late July. Um, really? Yeah. I know that they hold lots of, like, training yeah, camp true. stuff early, and then they'll have the preseason, and then on to the season in late September, early October, so.
0: Gotta remember, they've been off for, like, more than a month. Like, yeah. literally, like, it's... At like, least! Their last game is... I think their last game was, like, May 5th. Yeah, that sounds um, right. Because I know that, because we haven't talked about them in, like, probably two months. Yeah, it's so, it's sad. But, yeah.
1: honestly, I'm looking forward to it, but we gotta... We gotta
0: we gotta step it up. We gotta step it up. Gotta step it up, and we'll see. I, I'm 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 optimistic. I want to give this guy a chance before I criticize him, which I think more people should do. We should at least give people a chance before we start, you know, criticizing, and critiquing. Um, so uh, moving on, um, Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather, Logan Paul uh, fought. Um, this was well not this past Sunday, but. Two Sundays ago, and uh my thoughts on the fight um you know, I think it was interesting. I thought it was it was not I bought the fight, and I was telling Peyton um I regretted buying the fight because. I just, it was not like it went eight rounds, but it just was not that like, like the first round was entertaining because, like, you know, Logan like went after Floyd, and I kind of expected Logan to go after Floyd because he's much bigger. But the thing is that I think Logan found out and he was asked about this after the fight Floyd is hard to hit. And,
1: well, clearly the guy's 50 and 0, like, how, or 51 and 0. Yeah. Like, You can't be one of the best boxers at your specific weight class if you aren't,
0: like, dodging punches. True. I mean, he's the best. He can win fights by not throwing punches because he tires the other guy out by, like, you know, he just dodges and ducks and, you know, all this stuff. He's the greatest defensive fighter I've ever seen, and I don't think it's really close. Honestly, like... Muhammad Ali was great in every asset, uh, facet of uh boxing, but I think Floyd as a defensive fighter is better. I'm just going to be honest with you. Okay. I've seen so many of Floyd's fights and he just is such a master at kind of like he'll kind of he, he just anticipates what you're going to do before you do it and he just makes it look so easy. He just kind of moves like his head movement is so like elite. He just like, yeah, you know, and it, so I expected... But the thing is, Logan is not as skilled as Floyd, obviously, so he had to use his weight. So he had to use his weight and his reach to kind of, like, clench and lean on him and kind of, like, keep the fight going. You know what I'm saying? Because I think the fight—because I actually—I watched Logan Paul's podcast, and he talked about it on his podcast. He was, like, you know, surprisingly—and I actually noticed this during the fight, too— You know, he kind of got a second wind after the first four rounds. Actually, I thought the next four rounds he looked more energized. And, you know, he said that was because his training had kind of prepared him. Like, you know, he would spar in training with these guys for 12 rounds. And that's why you train because, you know, like that prepares you for the fight. Yeah, And um, so I thought overall for Logan... I didn't think he did terrible. I definitely think there was no way he won the fight. If there would have been judges, he, again, he threw triple the punches that Floyd threw, and he landed just as many, which is sad because if you're throwing, like, if you're throwing triple the punches that your opponent is... You should be
1: landing at least...
0: At least, like, half... Well, maybe, like, 40%. Like, 30 to 40%. Yeah. And, um...
1: And I'm reading here in the later rounds, it's nothing new for Floyd Mayweather. It's hugs, 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 hugs. It's... Um, I am on sportingnews.com. They hold. Mayweather presses. Paul holds again. Good times. Mayweather lands a left hook. Paul holds. More holding. Lots of hugs. All kinds of love. One minute left. I mean, what what kind of entertainment is that? The, Mania, uh, the Manny Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather... Floyd Mayweather fight what was that three three to five years ago like a lot of people thought Pacquiao won that fight outright anyway but all Mayweather wants to do is dodge punches and and clinch like there is he's not a fun fighter to watch
0: you're saying Mayweather does that
1: yes and it was the same way with McGregor as well in that fight again three to five years ago I don't remember anyways
0: three uh not three yeah 2018 2018
1: Either way, it's just like it's boring to watch. It is. I mean, boring. Mayweather, yes, he is a he is a talent. He is a great defensive boxer, like we've mentioned, but it's just not really that entertaining, folks. Hmm. Like I agree. I mean, we're not watching a pro- two professional boxers. We're watching one professional boxer and one guy who thinks he's a professional boxer.
0: Um yeah, he did uh he he did try to but I will say I mean I'm just gonna say like you know Logan and Jake Paul like they are they're marketers they yeah, yeah. they are they like to market themselves and you gotta admit they do a damn good job you're
1: exactly right and like, I, I I wasn't gonna say this at the beginning I was gonna totally just let us talk about the fight and then come back to it and and that's where I'm at right now is I think it was a money grab the entire time
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I think
1: I think Mayweather is still talented enough to knock out an amateur boxer
0: Black. Mayweather? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if he I think I want Logan Paul to fight Pacquiao now because I want him to
1: Well Pacquiao's not a money grab kind of guy. Yeah. No. If Logan Paul is just looking to go in and get his money, or a about... fighter's gonna go in and get his money, yeah. Manny I... Pacquiao will knock knock you out. There will be no agreement yeah.
0: to How about Mike Tyson?
1: I did not watch enough of Mike Tyson's fight against what? Well, uh, uh, Roy Jones Jr. Roy Jones Jr. It was not
0: great. Yeah, no, I watched some of it. It was late
1: either. at night. I was getting ready to fall asleep. I, I remember thinking, "Well, they're hugging a lot. I don't like this."
0: Uh-huh.
1: But I don't know. You're talking about two great defensive boxers. Mike Tyson's head movement is equally as good as Floyd. Floyd and yeah, Mike Tyson's a great. But he boxer. has the knockout power that would. Mike coming Ty- Logan Paul. Um, but he is, again, Mike Tyson's what? 55 years old?
0: Yeah, I mean, he's old. <laughs> he's old like Floyd. 54! I 54. was really close, wow. I, I think he would take the fight, though. I, I do think he would take the fight. Um, yeah, so uh, again, I think <laughs> Logan Paul and Jake Paul are master marketers, and I think for all the... Clown activities that they sometimes do, all the, you know, acts they put on. I mean, they sell fights and they make money. So you yep. gotta give them. That I mean, much good, credit. For them. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. Good for them. And I they mean, had
1: idiots like you who bought the fight. So that is true. They did
0: convince me. I I just, yeah, I don't know why I did that, man. I I don't know. I just. <laughs> How I, much I, was it? Fifty. Jeez. Could have been. That's a whole day's work. That's true for me. Actually, it is. I basically gave up a day's of work. Day of work. Um, okay. Um, next, uh, I'm all
1: about forking out the money though. Oh, da- why not? You only live it's once. once. Yeah. You only live once, yeah. bro. Money's temporary. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, something I didn't mention in the beginning of the show that we're going to talk about is talk about kind of injuries in the NBA because NBA playoffs continue to, um, charge along, charge on, uh, a lot of injuries for people. If you didn't know, Kyrie Irving got injured. Kawhi Leonard is now injured. Um, Chris Paul went out for COVID protocols this morning. Uh, so he might miss the Western Conference Finals, which is a kind of just unfortunate for him. He's been so unlucky. Wait, did Over- you
1: say Kyrie Irving?
0: Kyrie Irving, yes. Yeah, Eastern, like- Conf-
1: Eastern Conference Finals?
0: Yeah. Well, well, I said, yeah, I, Chris Paul's out. Oh, 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 yeah. my yeah, bad, my I, bad. Now you're good. Um, Chris Paul's out now because of COVID protocols, even though he got the vaccine, but he still tested positive. Mm-hmm. Isn't that kind of odd? Like, I mean, John Rum
1: right. happened, uh, what last week at the Memorial tournament.
0: I mean, it's crazy. It's still going on, but it's definitely better. Um, so again, something I'll just touch on is... Kyrie Irving got hurt and Glenn Big Baby Davis from from the Celtics posted a video um, saying how kind of like paraphrasing but like he almost like Kyrie got his get back by stepping on the Boston logo and again Glenn I just really don't agree with that. I never want to see anybody get hurt. Um, it was, I never, I would never want to see anybody have a serious injury. And, never. uh, again, I just think Boston fans continue to disappoint me sometimes. Like, you know, I think Boston fans are some of the worst fans. Like hey. pa- Patriots, Red Sox, Celtics, like, they're just annoying. Like, yeah. they just... Think, and
1: Bruins as well. Bruins fans are very yeah, really outspoken yeah, as well.
0: Yeah, they're very outspoken, just loud people. And I'm just like... Some Boston fans, Boston fans, I just do not agree with. I mean, and that's well, here's a... the thing: Get,
1: tomorrow night, can the Bucks defeat the Nets in Game Six? I mean, both Harden and Kyrie are out. Is Kevin Durant's supporting cast good enough to 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 trudge along? Are they going to win
0: this series? Well, Harden's gonna play. Harden played last night. He didn't play well, but he did play.
1: Oh, one hour ago, Brooklyn Nets, Kyrie Irving out, James Harden. Oh, available. Available. Sorry folks, I read that wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. He's available. Um, so yeah, you know, um, I think I think definitely the Bucks can do it because the Bucks are a good team. Like, let me emphasize that. Bucks have Giannis, Drew Holiday, P.J. Tucker, Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez, a bunch of good supporting cast players. But, again, this is constantly what I say about Giannis Antetokounmpo, is Giannis, I think, is a tad overrated in the playoffs. And the reason I say that is because I have seen it multiple times where he has kind of, like, melted under the pressure I'm just gonna be honest with you, and like the inability to shoot a jumper in today's That's NBA. That's exactly what
1: I was thinking. Yeah. All you gotta do against him is plug the lane. That's. Honestly, I mean, you gotta, uh, have, you gotta have a big and somebody who's gonna latch on to him. You gotta have Milton on the outside, guys that can knock down quick, um, like outlet threes. Yeah. But other than that, you plug the lane. Don't let him come through. Force him to shoot the J.
0: Yeah. And just, honestly, cross your fingers. Yeah. Like, honestly, because most of the time, I'm just going to tell you, like, it's probably not going in. Yeah. Like, because...
1: Not, not a great outside Not a great outside
0: shooter. And, like, people like to compare... People like to say he's the best player in the league, but, like, uh, he's not LeBron. He's definitely not LeBron. Uh, think about LeBron in his prime, were people doing that? I can pull up like LeBron was too athletic, he could get to the rim. And I'm not saying Giannis is an athletic, but like Giannis is just kind of like he's not like it's all it's no finesse. It's like all brute strength yeah. to the rim.
1: And very much like Zion.
0: Like I, yeah. I feel
1: like both Zion and Giannis are such physical specimens that are not actually great basketball players.
0: They're well well they're good athletes, but they're just there's like basketball is like a finesse. That's why you see the Kyrie Irvings do well and the Kevin Durant's do well because they have like a certain finesse like where they can like, you know, the the ball handling and the shot making is just so nice to watch. Exactly. And just with Giannis and like, Giannis and Zion, it's just not... There's not a lot of finesse with... And I'm not saying they're not good players, but they just... It's just brute strength. That was kind of how Shaq was. He was just such a dominant player. The same you with know? Kevin
1: Garnett?
0: Yeah, Kevin and Kevin Garnett's a great player, too. And again, other players that are kind of more finesse, I feel like, uh, you know, I think definitely the first two that come to mind are Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Like, you just basketball is kind of one of those games where, like, it's not all, like, strength. It's kind of more, you don't have to be the strongest guy to be a good basketball player. You just have to have, you got to shoot, good handle, drive, pass. Play some good defense. Play some good defense, you know. And other dudes that had that kind of quality was, like, uh, Like, A.I., Allen Iverson wasn't the strongest guy. He wasn't the biggest guy. Steph Curry. How are you be able
1: to mention him? (laughs) Steph Curry is the greatest shooter of all time. That dude has equally as good handles as Kyrie Irving. I don't think his finisher on the rim is nearly as good as Kyrie. Or,
0: like, but could I bring up dudes, like, Luka Doncic and Nikola Jokic aren't great athletes. No, but they're very—they're incredibly skilled, and that's why they're, they're exactly right top ten players in the league because they're just those European guys are just so skilled because they play so young and just they have a certain touch to the game and they can like just control the game that other guys can't. I agree. So I'm
1: really looking forward to the two games tonight. Me too. You got Philadelphia taking on Atlanta. Series is tied up 2-2. That game will be on TNT, and then after that, um, Utah plays the Clippers. Yeah. Um. Also 2-2 in that series. I mean, yeah,
0: a lot of good series. I'll take Philly. I'll take Philly because I think they're at home. Yeah, they'll be at home. And they're at home, and I will take Utah also. I'll take the two home teams tonight.
1: Um. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, I agree. I, I was really surprised with how well... Um, Phoenix rolled through Denver.
0: Yeah, yeah. 4-0
1: in that series out West. I mean... Oh, yeah. They will be totally rested up, um, for the conference finals.
0: They're the Um, real deal, man. I mean... I would
1: love... I would love to see a Utah, um, Phoenix, uh, final.
0: Or a conference final. final. Yeah, um, uh, One-two punch there. Yeah, I mean, definitely, um... I was told a lot that Devin Booker was kind of an empty stats guy and I just think it was more the team around him was crappy. Mm-hmm. and he just Well happened. DeAndre
1: Ayton has played really well. Chris Paul Chris Paul has played great.
0: Jay Crowder. Jay
1: Crowder. I mean they have played well. They have played. I am very looking well. forward to watching, uh, them. watching them in the conference finals. I totally um, agree. What do you think the what do you think Milwaukee Brooklyn's gonna end up looking like?
0: I think Milwaukee is going to force a game seven. Because That'll be exciting. Game six. Game
1: six will be exciting.
0: Yeah. Well, because I don't know if you saw, but Giannis said in postgame the other day that he wants to take Kevin Durant. And he's first team all defense, and he should. He should. It, 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 and here's the thing about Giannis. It shouldn't take you five games to take the best play. I mean, that's just something yeah, what, that kind of frustrates exactly. me. You get where my frustration But here's the thing. There. I
1: imagine Giannis will, if he's guarding Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant's a smart player. He's a good ball player. He, I think Giannis gets in a foul trouble early.
0: Yeah. Well, they constantly, this entire series, they've constantly given, they've said, PJ Tucker, go take Kevin Durant. But P.J. Tucker is no threat offensively. He's put up goose egg after goose egg in this series, and it's kind of just like, you know, you're not like, he's expending so much energy on defense, but you're just not getting anything yep. from him on the other end. So, I, again, excited to see that series. Um, my predict, um so I'll go, I think it'll be Phoenix-Utah in the Western Conference Finals, and then, oh, man, I mean... It just depends how healthy Brooklyn is. I mean, I just I'm gonna. I mean, I could see Milwaukee winning Game Six, and I think Brooklyn will probably win Game Seven at home. Yeah. And it'll be Brooklyn, Philly, and then probably I'll go. Ah, man, that's tough. I just don't know how healthy the Nets are gonna be, man. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll say okay. I'll go Nets Suns. That'll be my that'll be my pick. I'll pick Nets Suns in the final. Yeah, in the finals. Who do
1: you who do you think makes it out of the conference semis? Philadelphia or Atlanta?
0: Oh, Philly, Philly. Yeah, I think Philly wins tonight, and they win Friday, Friday night, night, which is the next game. Yeah, I be,
1: wouldn't be surprised either. I, I think Philly's just better. I think I agree. I agree. Um, I think in the finals, I think we will see. Um, I think we'll see Utah. Uh, Jonathan Mitchell, great player. I'm surrounded by a pretty decent cast out in Utah. Yeah. Um, But, dude, there's so many factors, like injuries.
0: You're right. You're right. I'm kind of just. And
1: and Chris Paul is kind of on the the brink of that right now with COVID protocols, right?
0: He's in COVID protocols right now. He's like, I don't know what's going on with him. Well, he tested positive. It's 10 days now, right? So Mm -hmm. he has to wait 10 days. Yeah, it sounds right. So he could probably play game two, game three. I don't know. But but who
1: knows when's too late?
0: Yeah, that's um,
1: true. So I think we'll see I think we'll see Utah um in the finals um taking on the 76ers. I think it's going to be a 1-1 matchup. Um okay. And I think the Sixers are going to win their first first chip in a minute. Um I will not root for them. I I I would say the 76ers are probably one of my least favorite teams. Really? Um but I say- I, I do think they're really talented. They're great defensively. Um uh, what? They had three guys in their starting lineup on the NBA all defense.
0: Uh yes, they the uh, 76ers, Ben Simmons, yeah. Embiid and
1: Tybe
0: Tybe. Yeah, yeah. Mat- Matisse Tybal. Yeah, Um I will go Phoenix uh Brooklyn, I'll say Steve Nash coaches against his former team. That'd be
1: cool actually.
0: And uh Finals MVP I'll go KD. I think he's the best player left in the playoffs. I mean, I don't even think that's a stretch. No, I think definitely yeah, not. I think he's the best player left in the playoffs all right uh final topic today um kind of something we always do if you're new to the show at the end of the show we always do um a list like a list of some sort and it's kind of off topic it's not really sports related so today we are doing five dinner guests were all sitting at a dinner table and five people we would invite to dinner and just talk to them and eat and shoot the breeze um i we're... think we
1: should do our honorable mentions first
0: okay all right that works
1: okay you want to alternate honorable mentions
0: yeah you can go ahead and go first all right so mentions.
1: i think roger federer would make a great dinner guest yeah. Uh, he's my number one honorable mention I'll, how about we do two and two each
0: time alright that and works then,
1: um, Miley Cyrus um, I've listened to her on Joe Rogan's podcast um, she's just a really interesting character um, she's great. been around uh, Hollywood for a long time I think Miley Cyrus would make a great honorable mention um,
0: guest, go uh, ahead Sawyer I had a feeling you were going to go that way um, first one honorable mention. How many honorable mentions do you have? I have one, two,
1: three, four, five, six.
0: Six. Okay, I have four. Um, I can cut two of them off. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Just we'll do four honorable mentions and yeah. five, like our starting five, yeah. and then four of bench. Uh, my first one's John Mulaney, uh, comedian. Uh, does a lot of stand up. Uh, really like him. Um, he
1: seems like a real down-to-earth guy.
0: Hosted SNL. He's just real. I mean, I think he's just very aware of what's going on around him. And he lives in New York with his wife. His wife's pretty good-looking. So and he's just funny. And I can kind of see why she married him because he's very funny. Um. So, and then my other honorable mention, uh, another comedian. We'll kind of keep with that wave. Uh, Leslie Jones used to be on SNL Uh, she was probably when she was on there she was probably the funniest cast member and I don't even think that's a stretch I mean she is also very funny and I think she'd be cracking jokes at the dinner table and just making everybody just you know laugh their heads off so I do Leslie Jones and John Mulaney
1: and then my last uh, two honorable mentions uh, T-Bone from Common Man T-Bone on 97.1 The Fan um, I've seen him roll through uh, Walmart a couple times uh, Here in the Ville Do you ever say um, hi? I, I get too nervous I get So it. I'll be sure to ask him to dinner sometime He's kind of a celebrity though He is low-key an Ohio, Ohio celeb yeah. um, But no, I think he'd make a great dinner guest he, He's yeah. on several different podcasts He talks about soccer He's obviously on uh, Common Man and T-Bone in the afternoons And then he also does like a racing podcast as well uh-huh. He's just a really well-versed guy um so I think he'd be interesting. Uh that'd be honorable mention number three. And then uh number four, um, John the Baptist. Um, I think John the Baptist is a fairly interesting Bible character. Um mm-hmm. what did they say? He drank locusts and honey. Uh or not drank well, he drank the honey, ate the locusts. Um, with this brood of cicadas coming through, um, I'm very intrigued to to know how you uh would get around eating those things. So cicadas. Um my second batch of honorable mentions: um, T Bone, John the Baptist, first round, Miley Cyrus, and Roger Federer. Those are my guys. Um,
0: I and have yeah. yeah, I have I have Kobe Bryant. Uh, rest in peace to him. Uh, definitely, a very inspirational. Um, very won an Oscar. Great basketball player. Really was taking off. Uh, before the tragic accident would definitely like to have a conversation with him. Uh Kanye West, uh is my other honorable mention. Um, also
1: a character. Yeah.
0: He uh again, I was talking to a friend last night, uh he's he's crazy, but he's somehow a genius. Yeah. And he maybe is the best I mean he's one of the best music producers, go, man. I mean he's making music, I mean he's the best producer ever, I think, I think he's beyond, like, Pharrell, or any of them, like, you know, and he just, he definitely had a run, where he was, like, you know, when he put out Graduation, uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, 808s, uh, that was definitely a legendary run, and, uh, what was the other one, I think those were the three, yeah, those were the three, um, yeah, yeah, uh, I'll check on that. Um. So Peyton, uh, give me your first dinner guest that you would invite.
1: My first dinner guest, um, would be. I'm gonna go backwards. Um. I have really, really picked up the interest of golf over the last, um, almost, almost a year. Yeah. Um. I've been watching a lot of golf recently. The Memorial Tournament was last weekend. Uh, we got the U.S. Open Championship uh, this week, I believe, mm-hmm. or actually the Memorial was two weeks ago. Um, anyways, I have really, really picked up golf, and I have loved um, watching videos and hearing about Colin Morikawa. Um, he is a um, exceptional golfer. Mm-hmm. Um, he seems to have a great personality. I watched a video um, where he was like taking uh, either tailor-made or Titleist or somebody around um, and playing like the course that he grew up uh, plan. Just yeah. Seems like a real down earth guy. Sure. Um guest number 1, Colin Morikawa. Uh
0: guest number 1 for me would be uh I have Post Malone. Um he's one of my favorite singers, uh singer rapper artist um again very chill dude. Uh basically always you can catch him in interviews with a beer in his hands basically bud light bud light, bud light always specifically always bud light he's gotten a lot of endorsements from Bud he doesn't light.
1: always drink beer but when he does it's always bud light
0: yeah it's true and uh definitely if he would be a fun guy to just have with and vibe with honestly uh absolutely he uh he moved to Utah, and uh, he said he's been a lot happier since he's moved to Utah. Good for him. Because I want he,
1: the best for Posty.
0: Me too. I want to see him stay healthy and uh, make more music. So definitely my first guess would be Post Malone.
1: Number four for me, um, Franklin D. Roosevelt. I am a history guy through and through. Um, he was integral in Pulling the United States out of the uh, the Great Depression, um, there in what was that 29, 30 something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he is he would be widely controversial um, in today's um, in today's political climate. Scheme. Um, he yeah. really overstepped his boundaries on a lot of things, um, similar to uh, the sixteenth president Abraham Lincoln, um, and how he kind of kind of. Skittled his way through uh a lot of executive orders and things. Um I think FDR is our greatest president, um, outside of maybe Mr. Abraham Lincoln. Um I think he'd make a great dinner guest. Um mm-hmm. he would he would offer a little bit of culture, um, offer some politics up and uh if we're if we're gonna have a, a nice little dinner of four to five hours, we're gonna have ten or fifteen uh different trays, entrees, uh I would like FDR.
0: Uh yeah, for sure. Uh number number four, another uh rapper, uh Machine Gun Kelly. Uh I would have him. He's uh, open he's from Cleveland, Ohio, born and raised in Cleveland, uh big Ohio State fan. He's got the blocko tatted on his shoulder. Um definitely uh I really like him, kinda his attitude and I talked about it uh, two weeks ago, how he went from rapping to punk rock, and I think... That Dude, would... and
1: I have just checked out his music recently. Exceptional. Tickets right? to My Downfall is a incredible album. It's a very good album. Got a couple other friends that have really gotten into him recently. Yeah. Um, Love Race is a fire song. Dude, with, with
0: Kellen Quinn. Yeah,
1: with uh, the lead singer of Sleeping With Sirens. I mean... He puts out some fantastic music.
0: Yeah, he does and uh he it's kinda means more like he's from Ohio yeah. and he's homegrown. Yep. And uh he we gotta up. we
1: gotta take a trip up there to uh his coffee shop. Yeah they maybe do maybe catch an Indians game they, while we're up there.
0: They do yeah, he did does have a coffee shop up there. Um yeah, up there. Um so Machine Gun Kelly, uh Yeah, great dude. Um, Think he's very – and, like, she has a daughter, and she's nine. I forget her name, but he's very, like, protective of her, and, you know, he's protected of, obviously, Megan Fox, his girlfriend. I mean, you would want to be protective of her. You probably want nobody else because if you've seen her, probably other dudes are going to stare, just going to be honest with you. (laughs) Um, uh, So, Machine Gun Kelly would be my four –
1: Number three, and again, folks, this is in no particular order. All these dinner guests were added um, on the same day.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, there you
1: go. Um, I think this speaks for itself. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know me fairly well. Um, I don't think we have too many, like,
0: New international listeners. listeners yeah. Yeah. Nothing
1: like that. You, sure. you, you probably know me fairly well. Um, very, very big faith guy. Yeah. Um very, very intrigued by the ways of um of Jesus. The Lord. Um this is not sacrilege, I promise. This is just the, out of genuine curiosity.
0: The Lord.
1: I, I think he would have great conversation. Um he'd be a great listener. Um it honestly feels weird to put him in a list with uh all of these folks, but I don't
0: know. He'd make a great dinner guest. Number three. Uh, nice. Uh, number three for me, uh, actor Timothy Chalamet. (laughs) Um, I'm going him, uh, because I don't know. Um, he seems like uh, you'll understand why I have him on my list later, but he, uh, again, he hosted SNL once and he did a really good job. He's kind of like that. He's kind of like that boyish figure you know what I'm saying like he's very like funny and like he's kind of like giggly but like he's upbeat and you know I like that and he's friends with some other celebrities I like and they have always had good stuff to say about him he actually has like his own action figure which I was like what? Like, I'm really? Like, That's pretty cool so number three would be Timothy Chalamet number
1: two Bill Gates hmm
0: um, All right. Oh, my brother said that too. Hayden said that also. Said, Shout out to Hayden. He said Bill Gates and Jesus Christ.
1: I I mean, great minds think alike. Me and Hayden are on the same wavelength. I like that. Shout out to Hayden. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill Gates, obviously one of the men, uh, uh, one of the world's richest men. Um, he and his wife just split up. I don't know why I really even brought that up, but um, I mean, he could talk about his divorce. He could talk about all of the money that he has. Um, I need my college paid for. If anyone's listening and can pay for my college, I'd really appreciate that. Um, I think I could really entice Bill to uh, get behind some of my plans. Um, I mean, yeah, Bill Gates would be a very interesting guest. He's also he's also a great philanthropist. He has given a lot of money onto some really uh, really good causes. Um, he spent a He's Mm -hmm. done a lot with the COVID vaccine uh, distribution around the world. He's done good. Um, Shout out to uh, Bill Gates. Number two.
0: Okay. Number two. I talked about him a lot on this show. Uh, Kid Cudi. um, Definitely. um, I kind of, with Kid Cudi, like, I got into him kind of late. But I was very happy that I got into him because um again a lot of me- hidden messages in his songs about like you know just keep pushing and you know like about mental health and stuff like that and i actually watched his uh i watched his ted talk he Is a ted talk kid uh, cut does he-, he does really it's like, 19 minutes long and i would uh it's a it, the title of the ted talk is hi i'm s- Like it's like introducing himself. Hi, I'm Scott Mezzacuddy. You know that's his real name, Scott Mezzukutti. Um so Kid Cuddy would definitely be my two. Wow. Number one. Number one. Again,
1: this is in no particular order. Tyler Joseph. Um Tyler Joseph is the lead singer of Twenty One Pilots. I have been a avid Twenty One Pilots fan. I can see uh, you as a
0: 21 Pilots fan. I They're good, I too. I have been
1: crazy about them since uh, like the summer of my 7th grade year, going into 8th grade. Yeah,
0: they were popular and when I we were young. I
1: have been a huge fan. I got to see them in concert um, the year after I got into them. That was a insane, insane moment. Got to experience that with my brother.
0: Schottenstein Center?
1: Oh, yeah. Schottenstein oh, okay. Center. Yeah, um, Tour de Columbus. It was <sighs> awesome. What's their new song? It's uh really Shy Away. That's probably yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean at, their new albums. Look at, fantastic. Look at
0: this album art.
1: Yeah. album art's beautiful. Scale the Icy" just recently came out. Check it out if you haven't. It's got a lot of uh, like windows down kind of song. You just kinda want to jam out with your buddies or or the girlfriend or really anyone <laughs> in between. Um
0: Yeah, Shy Away. Yeah, I remember. Shy away's good. Um, nice. Tyler
1: Joseph, really interesting guy. Um he's got a kid, he's got a wife. I mean, just seems to be a down guy. Also an Ohio guy. Similar to Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, he still lives in Columbus. And Kiketti. Yeah. So. Oh, he's in Ohio? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, they're, they're just from Columbus. Oh, shoot. Oh, they're from Columbus. Yeah, Tyler went to Westerville Christian.
0: For Shoot. Sure. That's cool. Yeah. they're um, not Westerville. Worthington Christian. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say Westerville Christian. Number one, uh, one of my favorite human beings on Earth, uh, Pete Davidson. Uh, definitely would be a very dope guy to talk to. Um him, Kid Cuddy, and Timothy Chalamet are all n MGK. They're all really close friends, so that's why I kind of put them on this list because they would already be familiar with each other and I feel like they would be really cool to like hang out with as a group. Mm-hmm. Um Pete Pete is on SNL. Has two movies that are already out. One is called Big Time Adolescence with MGK. Another one's called um, the King of, King of Staten Island, which is basically a movie about himself and how he grew up without his father in his life. So that's a really cool movie. Um, again, I hope Pete's acting career really takes off. I hope he makes more movies because the two that you know I've familiar with have been really good. So definitely uh, excited for Pete and the future um, that looks ahead for him. So definitely number one would be Pete Davidson. And he seems like he's doing really well with his mental health also. He went on The Breakfast Club and gave a really good interview with Charlemagne and Angela Yee. So, uh, yeah, definitely. I I would think Pete Davidson
1: would be a great guest too. He'd have a lot of funny stories. He also seems to be a down earth guy.
0: He is. Uh, could have some good deep conversations also. Yeah, definitely.
1: I, I really like both of our lists. Me too. I mean, a lot of those, I'm not really into rap music very much, and you named a couple rappers, you named a couple comedians. Yeah. I'm not really into either of those things, really. Um, it's okay. That's why. But no, I,
0: I knew all those people, and I think they're all interesting. It's so. just why I have you on, because you give, like, there's just diversity. Yep. So. Uh, diversity. <laughs> um. So that's all from us folks this week. Um, we will be back probably sometime in July, I think with a guest, um, still trying to figure out which guest uh, we should get. Um, again, thank you for listening today. Shout out to all our faithful listeners for standing by us. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your Wednesday. Peace out.